0: for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I am Tom. And uh, if you haven't been here before, we're here to fix up your little problems, your tiny little issues. The things that aren't actually derailing your life, but are kind of sending it in slightly the wrong direction. Tom, you got something to start us off with? I do. Do we want to go high class or incredibly petty? You already know the answer to that question. What was that? It's fancy. You wanna go fancy? It's Fancy Friday. It's Fancy Friday, it is not even remotely the case. But okay, let's do that. This comes to us from Mobius Gripper on Reddit. I only wanted to buy a 700k house, but I got pre-approved for a million dollar mortgage and now my realtor keeps trying to upsell me. So he has too much money. (laughs) Well, no. He got pre, so he's, someone said, okay, you're approved for a million dollar mortgage. Okay. So his estate agent, or realtor, has found out about this and gone, okay, well obviously you're gonna get a million dollar house. Is that the crux of Pretty the situation? Pretty much, and he's okay. got, he's, 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 he's found a house that he wants. It's 700K, Okay. that's all he wants. And yet they're just going, oh he no, can make so much more money over you. Here's what I think. Ditch your realtor and get Exhibit in the mix. He specializes in taking expensive things and making them ludicrously more valuable, a okay. Pimp My Ride, so. Pimp my house. Okay, so what you're... Buy the you're, 700k <laughs> house, but Exhibit's M.O. is going to be to get the most of that million dollar mortgage. Mm. Okay, so what you're saying is get the house that's not worth that much and get Exhibit to push it to the boundary of his mortgage? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so... Okay. Because y- you think about all the impractical, ludicrously expensive stuff we'll put on a car, like a you know an ice rink and a swing and... <laughs> Uh, like a, Four other cars A vault, two other cars Lasers, <laughs> a time machine Well hang on This sounds like he basically turns cars Into houses <laughs> so. so the obvious <laughs> <laughs> I mean you already know where I'm going believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all got there but for the listeners at home Can you please we t- I, think they've, I think they're with us We take a house that's worth 700 We then spend the remaining 300,000 pounds dollars Rupees on converting it into a massive car. <laughs> the, the big, but the thing is, with no living accoutrements whatsoever, no, 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 it's a 12 bedroom car. Although, <laughs> well, no, this is the thing like, pimp, <laughs> as much as I utterly adore a 12 bedroom car, if we're going with Joel's logic here, Pimp My Ride adds loads and loads of things that should not be in a car. Yeah. Uh, so things that make like things that make it so that you could live in that car. Mm. So the opposite would be taking everything out of a house and just having an enormous engine room. So the house still like a low rider car has hydraulics which can raise it up and down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. rhythmically. But it's just- going to be like you know the sports stadiums where the lid closes. Right. It takes like half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so, just everything in the house is slowly tilting and sliding down the floors. Whenever <laughs> you want to show of, off once. Whilst one corner of your house very slowly, because it's a house. It's going to take quite a lot of power to <laughs> raise that yeah. out of the ground. I, let's not forget, this is a $700,000 house. This is not mm. small. Straight away, I think, if you take the idea being that there's a million dollars and he's already willing to spend 700000 on the house, so that leaves a $300,000 gap. A Mm. car buffer. A car buffer. If you switch that around the other way, so he buys a $300,000 house (laughs) and then has (laughs) $700,000... To convert it into into a a giant car. Well, yeah, I think that makes more sense. You know what? What if this is how all real estate is now done and everybody has moving houses? and we start having moving neighbourhoods, and I'm accidentally in- inventing you made mortal, mortal Engines, engines yeah. is I've done. <laughs> oh, this is where it begins. <laughs> this is how it... This is the star Exhibit oh, no. egg, invented Mortal egg, Engines. Egg, exhibit was the bringer of the Mortal Engines <laughs> <laughs> apocalypse. <laughs> Imagine being the first moving house on your block. Yeah. Imagine, I mean, imagine the power. Because it would snowball naturally. Mm. One guy is rolling around with just a house that's on wheels, mm. and, so, yep. and someone someone sees that going down the road <laughs> and, and goes, "I'm not having that." Oh, Tim's got a <laughs> <laughs> Tim's got a net on wheels. Yeah. I mean, could, <laughs> I could beat that. It gives Keeping Up with the Joneses a much more literal translation. <laughs> 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 So, um, keep that million dollar mortgage, because even if you don't, even if you don't use all of it right away, you can funnel some into marketing to make a hit TV show. It's got, it's got to happen. It's, I th- <laughs> Ah, oh, I think we broke time. <laughs> I think I think you did, but I tell you what, we didn't break, and that was our promise to fix up this person's life, because we have fixed that yep. perfectly. There yep. you go. Get on the phone to exhibit. Get yourself the first Mortal Engines house on the block and in- start Katamari-style rolling up everything else in your neighborhood. In the right. bank. Let's <sighs> move on from that now. <laughs> well, uh, let's keep it fitting in the scale of things you've just been talking about. This okay. one comes to us from... Just another Jirelho on Reddit, definitely wasn't... I think that says girl hello. Jirelho. <laughs> Just another Jirelho. I was squinting, it was far away. I was tired. Uh, and they say, my Instagram crush doesn't update very often. Ooh, how on earth are I meant to stalk him? Precisely. Mm. This is very tough. I mean, they can stalk them, but they're not getting anything new. Yeah, there's no new, new. yeah. They're treading old ground. I Uh, mean, is this a quality versus quantity issue? Because if what they're uploading is gold, then... Then it's timeless. You can go back and look at, you know, 2014 pictures. and you're still fine. Like, if it's just another girl, hello, maybe whoever crushes is uploading, like, post-gym shots, like, glistening... Like, I don't know, it's a fitness blog or something. Sculpted abs, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the wording in this is particularly interesting in that it's not... My crush doesn't update her Instagram very often. It's my Instagram, Instagram. crush, so that implies that this is the only, uh, well, the only contact or the only avenue to pursue them. Yeah, the only avenue, to, only avenue to pursue them with. So, what's there is very important. That puts a lot of pressure on. That's all of these. That's got a, That's really putting them in quite a good light, considering that they have an Instagram. Like someone has an Instagram crush on them, despite the fact that they post incredibly irregularly. Mm, it must be gold. It must be in. It, it must be the most enlightening shit you've ever seen. Every um, every post comes with a novel's worth of a caption explaining the gap between posts that are all just that's, installments in a bigger story oh my word it's, that might okay the Instagram pro- is George R.R. R. Martin that's uh, what it is oh I mean who wouldn't have a bit of an Instagram crush on him and he's only got but six posts on Instagram and they're all, po- <laughs> all post gym selfies <laughs> <laughs> but with the caption is yes. just the entire transcript of a Game of Thrones book <laughs> She, she's just sat there eagerly anticipating the next one. Yeah. And slowly up. falling in love with... Like, she has to go back and re-look at all the old gym photos from yeah. George R.R. R. Martin. Because the only way to start the book is to see a Jim selfie <laughs> of George R. R. Martin. So, if... I mean, if that is the case... Is there many other people doing that kind of... shit? What? People that... Well, po- so, people so, post- it, posting novellas on Instagram... Next to Jim Selfies. Yeah, the only way to find that is to go um to the hashtags. But unfortunately the hashtags are at the very end of the novellas. so you got oh, to read all of no, them. That's that's true. But then by the time you get to the end, then the next post at the end, if they're a considerate Instagrammer, will be hashtag novella, hashtag blessed. You know, all the standard mm. ones. That's uh, all the standard ones, yeah. That, that's, that's two. <laughs> Instagram's a really simple platform. I don't know why people have such trouble understanding it. On the homepage is just novellas and blessed. <laughs> And if you click on either, George R.R. Martin greets you immediately. Yeah, such a popular site considering there's one user. (laughs) No, I don't know why she tried to hide it so much. You don't have to say my Instagram crush. We're all on the same one. It's just George R.R. Martin. Doesn't update very often. No, he does not. But I tell you what, we're all on tenterhooks. Yeah. Maybe the solution then is to find another platform that your Instagram crush uses. Yeah, I think this is where where people migrate to Twitter. Yeah, like social media... At its Core is very interconnected between the platforms. Like, you post on Instagram, it posts to your Facebook, it links to your Twitter, your SoundCloud updates with a hot new track. Like, there will be people working behind the scenes and posting smaller updates on something like Twitter, which has a character limit. Kind of saying, oh, this is going to be the next Instagram post in three months' time, but this is what I'm working on now. So maybe find a platform where you can, like, drip feed your crush. Maybe just a sentence. I think that's got to be what it is. is Follow them on every single other social platform. Until you get a nugget of information from anywhere else that will tide you over until the next big post cap happens. That's very Mm -hmm. true. Can you imagine if they're... What if their Instagram crush... What if they have specifically said Instagram crush because they found them on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, etc., and they're insufferable? Like, they don't want to see behind the curtain because what's behind the curtain is horrifying. Don't meet your heroes. Yeah, okay. So then what do we do? Because I think, I think, uh, I was just about to go down that route, but visual fanfic. You just take the photos they've already done and just kind of shop yourself into them. Yep. Slowly but surely. I mean, there was a guy that that made a kind of, I'd say career, as quick as career as you can have for doing internet stuff, but Mm. he photoshopped himself into famous photos yeah. So pictures of Beyonce and Jay Z and stuff like that. And, like, you know, went back to pictures of Biggie and Tupac, and he's also there. <laughs> I guarantee that when he's old and he's lost the plot a little bit, he'll go, Oh, yeah, I remember that time I hung out with Biggie and Tupac. <laughs> I remember when I was there when Kanye West and Kim Kardashian delivered their baby. Yeah, it was a great day. So this guy's just got to do the same thing find the Instagram crush, and then know that right now you're not necessarily going to believe it because you know it's not true. But, but down the line, lie to yourself enough. You'll it'll become that. Will become the memory. Yeah, because it's not about living in the moment. It's about reliving the moment forever. forever on. Yeah. And if you can kid yourself that you lived <laughs> that moment, then if, you're going to be happy after forever. After the hundredth time that you fake relived it, that's not fake for you anymore. Mm. Yeah. You were there. Who's and, to say otherwise? And if you are reliving it in upwards of a hundred times, you're going to lose all the friends that would know it's not real. Oh, absolutely. Mm. So yeah. you just pick up new ones <laughs> that don't know any better. And it will be you and George forever. Just So I our solution is resculpt your history. Yep, completely to suit your own nefarious <laughs> needs. <laughs> that's that's exactly it, Instagram stalker. A tale as old as time. <laughs> it's perfect. Put the rubber stamp on it, it is solved. All right. With that all wrapped up, we've got a suggestion here from Dina, Dina Shelby on Twitter. Who says, How am I supposed to get any sleep with all this incessant wind banging on my windows? I mean, is the wind banging on your windows? If this, like, if wind, if, with wind fists? If you're hearing <laughs> banging, unfortunately, that's not the wind. No, that's your neighbour, Barry. Oh, uh, it's probably just the wind, or the fist comes through your window. <laughs> oh, man, it's a stormy one tonight. <laughs> I mean, we had this in uh, a student house I was in, where I think we are all quite hungover, and could just hear what we initially thought was wind blowing against the letterbox, and, you know, if wind blows in and the letterbox is an yeah. older one, it will just, like, slap backwards and forwards, Flip so it kind of sound in. like a little bit of a knock. So, we heard that, ignored it. That got louder, ignored it. And then we heard the sound of broken glass and a fist coming through the window. Um, turns out it had been someone just steadily ramping up the intensity of their knocking on the glass. <laughs> so, it just started out as a. Like, and then eventually a fist came through the window. Oh, and then... wow. But what was weird is that he'd obviously realized the error of his ways and then ran away. So, we went out and couldn't <laughs> see anyone. It's like, well, there's broken glass inside the house. And we definitely heard it, but there's no one around. That was a weird way to start a day. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine so. So if you experience that, that's not not the wind. That's not the wind. Okay, so we need to tackle this from two possibilities. Number one, that that never happens to anybody because that scared me senseless. Mm. Funny uh, funny side note, the reason he did it is he thought someone pooed on his car. Okay. That is funny. It was always funny. Right? Yeah. (laughs) How how could it not be? (laughs) Avenue number two is, if it is just the wind being incredibly malevolent, how do we... Soften the blows. Can we do some cushioning? Cushion glass. Soft glass. Yes. Soft Soft, glass. Soft glass doesn't exist yet. Okay, talk me through what soft glass is that is not a gel. Okay. Um. Why not gel though? Gel would be perfect. It's it you know fits. It would ooze! Well, well, depends on the really tough gel. So glass. Do you remember? um, (laughs) Yeah, like a glass gel hybrid. (laughs) Like, there's got to be a point at which it stops being glass but isn't yet goo. And that's where we draw the line and we say... I know where it is. I know where it is. What's that? Do you remember in school, uh, you'd get a... You'd have to have a set number of things as your stationery to start secondary school or whatever with. Oh, yeah. Everyone did the you list. You know where I'm going. It's uh, it, You have to get like a pen and a pencil, maybe a scientific calculator, pencil sharpener, <laughs> and I'm you'd there. have to get a ruler of some kind. You do. But, do you? Get and a- so the first time you get a ruler and everyone tries to do the thing where you bounce on the end of the table and then mm. it makes slightly different pitches and then you do it one too many times and your ruler snaps. The first time you do that, you might get a replacement one. The second time that happens, your parents go, I'm not buying another ruler. We're getting you an unbreakable one. One oh, of the yes. ones that's a flexible ruler. That material, I haven't encountered in anything since. It's, Bendy Rulers. it's baffling. Is this the one where you could basically roll it up into a ball, Yep. but if you flicked it and smacked it against something, it would toughen up and rigid out into a big, long ruler? What's beautiful about that is that they fold up so they're really easy to ship. Yeah. That's very true. That's where, That's what's killing this planet. Yeah, it's not absolutely. the windows themselves, it's, it's the damn shipping costs. Because you've got goddamn logistics. You've got to lay them all flat, otherwise they break. Yeah, you can't make windows at the point of use. You make them in advance and then you have to ship them, and they're massive. If they're like <laughs> so big bay window windows, up. yeah. If you roll your window up into like a little tube, you ship it in the same van as the carpets, so you're already saving a whole van, mm. and then you get in, you lay your carpet out like, whoom, and then you lay your window out like, shoom, and you're done. <laughs> and then you're done, and it's done. That's. Then you, you you just blue tack it to the corners of the hole your window would be like a poster. <laughs> I <laughs> you wouldn't even need blue much. tack. You just get like a little blowtorch and just kind of melt the just edges. Melt it on, yeah, yeah, and then stick it. Okay, so let's let's roleplay the scenario now. You're lying in bed. Mm. It's a stormy night, mm. and you've just replaced uh, all the glass in your house with flexi window. Mm. What happens next? You know the comedy sound that happens when a character. A cartoon character gets excited at the sight of another one. Yeah. Just woo-woo-woo-woo. That's what you hear all night. Like a slide whistle.
1: Well, like, no! like, a, like
0: More of a kind of like a, more of a, kind of like a, a wobble. you know, Spring. A, a spring, a wobble, a bounce kind of sound. Basically a wobble board is yeah. what we can hear. You hear a wobble board yeah. all night. All evening. That's way more relaxing than the banging on the windows this person's mm. experiencing. I mean, that it will soothe you to sleep, it's very true. What if the storm gets so bad that, as they've said, it's physically banging? Will the property of the window change with impact? I think it's going to bend in and out. It's like how they build skyscrapers with a bit of give. So they bend in the wind so they don't break. Yeah. So it's the same basic concept. The window is going to be bending, but it's going to be moving slower than a normal pane. So you're basically stretching out the impact over a period of seconds. Okay, that makes sense. Which means it's not as loud overall. Because the last thing you would want is to be in bed, hear a particularly loud bang on the window, and for your entire window to, ruler style, gets snapped and everything folds and just immediately rolls up I mean, and if collapses. all of these windows have give, if you have one side of your house that's particularly window heavy, it will act like a sail and your house will take off. We've gone back to Mortal Engines, haven't we? Yeah. This is this one is possible <laughs> pimp out for the exhibit show. <laughs> sail windows. I'm actually... I want to take a, a brief side note just to okay. say this is going to revolutionise break-in movies. That's That's a very good you, point. Ice movies will never you, you be you seen the same. The perfectly circular cut where they then suction cup yep. out. They're just going to be able to slash through and kind of squeeze out this like window oh. vagina. <laughs> they're going to birth themselves well, out like like Ace Ventura coming out of the rhino. Absolutely. Yeah, ex- oh. It'll be like that. God, that's how mental image is never leaving. And then also if you're having like a fight scene in a film where someone tries to throw someone through a window, they're just going to bounce back like a wrestling ring. Yeah. <laughs> That's with twice co- of <laughs> twice the velocity. And like, <laughs> You're gonna weaponize the windows. This is wonderful. Okay, I I, I want to buy this. What wonderful, it wo- wonderful wobbly weaponized windows. <laughs> it could be. What, is it wiggly, <coughs> wibbly, or wobbly? Which one is best? Wibbly, think- wiggly, wobbly. Wonderful windows. Wonderful wobbly weaponized windows. Something. Yeah. W <laughs> so www w <laughs> I think that's absolutely solved. Yeah, there you I'd go. That's that. all we need. Right, cool. Tom, cool. This comes to us from the juice two one one two two on Reddit. It's my favorite one at least. Uh, well, maybe he's ranked maybe he's ranked himself one two two one juice. There is one two two O juices above him. <laughs> It's, work, a, it's work, a tough leaderboard to climb. Working work, work his way up that ladder. Uh, so, Deduce 21122 states, Brown-Eyed Girl is my best karaoke song, but my wife's eyes are blue. Ah, contact lenses. For your wife? What, so force your wife to wear contact lenses every time they go to their favourite karaoke bar? Yeah, or contact lenses for everyone else that's there that filters blue and makes it brown. Specifically blue Yeah, So it's a colour replacement contact lens Like the exact blue of your wife's eyes So it's like you go to the cinema You get given 3D glasses So you get given these blue brown glasses And no one's any the wiser No one's any the wiser of what you've done But Um, she is I think that's the crucial thing here Mm. Because you're singing passionately About this brown eyed girl And your wife with blue eyes Is sat there going It's not me the first thing I want to point out is that both blue and brown are effectively the same kind of word in the context of a song, where they're the same syllable length. You can just replace it. That's Could. not that's not fitting to the message, though, is it? No. Well, this is not unless, you are ruining the purity of clarity. unless you get rid of the second verse and rewrite it to clarify. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be revisionist, it might you know you might as well just edit all of your photos with your wife. All of your photos of your wife. <laughs> and bring them with you to karaoke. <laughs> and have them... She's got brown eyes in these photos. Because how often do you look at your own eyes? Like, once in the morning when you're not really awake, you're not paying attention. Yeah. And you don't notice the colour, you just yeah, kind of just check like, to see if they're still there. My eyes there? Nice. I'll do my makeup, whatever, I'll leave. What colour were they? Mm, I can't remember. Text your husband. Alright, mate. Um, <laughs> we've got a very low-key relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's good, juice? You say, what's up, juice? Remind me what colour my eyes are, and your husband goes brown. I've got evidence, and sends you like (laughs) slams down a binder, (laughs) yeah, a binder over text. Rushes, (laughs) rushes to her office, slams down a binder on the table. Goes, look at the (laughs) facts. But whatever you do, don't look at a mirror. No karaoke tonight. (laughs) I have a plan. (laughs) Every night. (laughs) Every night is karaoke night for this blue-eyed girl. Also, if you kind of if you do anything regularly enough it's the argument of is your purple my purple you know people see yeah. colors in different mm. ways his wife if they don't directly address the subject of her eyes being blue if they have if if you've gotten into a marriage and at no point have you said i love how blue your eyes are or have acknowledged that her eyes are blue you can just go to karaoke every night sing brown eyed girl whilst unbreaking unbroken <laughs> eye contact with your wife eventually she'll probably start believing he keeps singing about me but i i don't think my eyes are brown, but if they weren't, why would he be singing it this so, much? So, hmm. basically, mind fuck your wife into believing that her eyes are the wrong colour. Yeah. yeah, and it's then... It's like the most tame version of the Truman Show. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not... What you're like, like people just walk past me and are like, Hey, blue eyes! What? <laughs> nothing! She's like, you're just going to smuggle her away. It's just can't, a crazy man! You can't be, can't be talking to me. <laughs> I know who I am. My eyes are brown. They've always been brown. <laughs> so then, does that mean in this universe every mirror is in fact a camera (laughs) with the color replacement technology in. I'm saying saying don't actually change the color, just make her believe that what she perceives as blue is brown. So you're still mind fucking your wife. Oh, 100%. So you're gonna have to edit all children's textbooks. Yeah, just like hastily scrawled out. (laughs) What's this? Slam shut immediately. You're gonna have have You're a copy gonna... of her birth certificate at hand at all times because they usually have that kind of information written down just like hastily scrawled in brown over where it usually would have said blue. I Maybe. think the, the worst thing for me is, like, can you imagine her getting together with the girls and talking about their, like, problems with their husbands occasionally? Like, mm. oh yeah, Dave never does the washing up. Just like, oh, my husband, the just constantly puts his my birth certificate in my face all the time and it's relentless. And we've been going to karaoke every night <laughs> for the last ten years. I'm so confused. There's something going on, but I I just can't work out what it is. (laughs) God, I love Brown Eyed Girl. (laughs) I think, yeah, we've pretty much not even solved that, but we basically said you've you've clearly got a commitment to this song. I I mean, mean, this song's obviously more important than your wife. It's your best karaoke song. That is few and far between. Yeah, Yeah. so we've just given you a few avenues to pursue. It depends how far you want to take it, but you've got to get her to believe that she's got brown eyes. Mm. I mean... I really like the Truman Show idea. Mm. I like think yeah. you make the brown eye show. The solution to this problem is get <laughs> the, <laughs> the brown eye show. The solution, Show? The Blumen Show is absolutely The Blooman Group. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's taken. You want to get sued? <laughs> <laughs> I think that probably solves that one then. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I think Don't you? Don't you? Don't you. And yeah. with that, we're going to move on to our But Better section of the show. This is basically where we take things that aren't broken, they're not wrong, But uh, everything can always be improved. There's always a ceiling above where you are. Um, The glass ceiling. You can always move up, even if it's glass. Just cut through it because it's wibbly-wobbly window Mechanized glass. (laughs) W-W-E. Yeah, so cut through the wibbly-wobbly glass ceiling and come with us on a journey through But Better. I'm going to take a suggestion here that's been submitted by Oscar and Tom. This week we've got real-time subtitles. Yeah, okay. So, actual subtitles as we know them exist in films and TV shows to either help you understand what a diff- what someone's saying if it's in a different language or if something is muffled and unclear. This is something that doesn't exist in the actual in the actual world. Right. The most common example in day-to-day is if someone says something you don't hear it the first time. So you go, "Huh?" They say it again, you go, "I'm sorry, one more time?" They say it a third time, and that's you out of clarification. It's Mm -hmm. it's out. If you go four times, you're out of society. You're done. No one's ever done it, so no one knows what happens. Mm. Um, So, real-time subtitles eliminates the risk of this particular faux pas occurring. It's if somebody is speaking to you, something will pop up, or you'll get some way of knowing what it is they're saying, so you don't actually have to clarify with them. This works well for people who are far away in a club <laughs> or people that have a very quick mode of speaking, people okay. that have a muffled voice, people that have a difficult-to-discern accent. Okay. So I think this basically alleviates pressure on people to work out what someone's saying. And if they don't get it after the third time, what's your reaction? You go, ha yeah. So, so yeah. you see, you're getting subtitles for people. You can, you can turn them on or off. You don't, Yeah, you can turn them on or off. But okay. I think if you're the kind of person that has that interaction a lot, you can deduce you're probably part of the problem. Mm. And if you're... So you're in the real world. There's no screens about. No screens. Where are the words appearing? Don't say at the bottom. Because (laughs) that doesn't make sense. (laughs) Well, think about it. We carry a screen with us every single where... Every single place we go. Every single where? Every single where. We have a phone. We have a phone with us. I feel like like this exists. It must be. Like, we must be close at least. Because we've got... um, On YouTube, there's the... Predicti- like. Predictive or, like, real-time subtitle mm. thingy. Yeah, so which is I, about 10% accurate. Yeah, so we're getting there. Yeah, exactly. Let's bump it up to about 12% with our new idea, real-time subtitles. Mm. I'm envisioning an app and peripheral pairing. Right. Okay. So what you do is uh, you have your, basically, emergency microphone in your pocket. You go through your day-to-day life. 90% of your interaction absolutely fine. But you stumble across Fast talking Jim, and he's just belting words at you. And you just kind of have to go... Stop right there, you get your emergency microphone out, you start the app. Is this and offensive? And it begins. Yes, entirely offensive. It's, it's kind of a slight of, okay, I, I, I'm not listening to you and I can't really, well, I'm listening to you, but not 100%. So let let computers have this you, conversation for you. Is it more offensive to try and converse with them or just to go, <laughs> yeah, and go along your life? What if you were to wear it as like a Bluetooth headset kind of deal? You could turn it on with like a subtle little boop. With, Even, an, with an awkward kind of ear rub. Yeah. Yeah, the the motion you see people doing in spy films when they've got someone feeding them information, yeah. but you never see any other time. No one ever, like, touches the inside <laughs> of their ear subtly mid-conversation. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great visual medium for an audio-based thing. That's great. Anyway. Radio gold. So we take that tech, combine it with the app, plug it into your phone... If someone's talking to you, you don't interrupt them, you don't stop them, but you just put your hand up and loudly and clearly state go-go gadget (laughs) subtitles. (laughs) You know what this would benefit from? Real-time subtitles activate. Sorry, what were you saying? Nothing. Not Me? No, not at all. I really do like this. um, Because honestly, I am notorious for this. And I I do the same thing. I conk out after three asks, because you can't do any more. So this would actually open a lot more doors in my life. However, I think it's going to be hard to sell with the words... Real-time subtitle. I think we need a catchier title. Do you have anything in mind? Alas. This is where I'm coming to you. The, well, bra- well, the brain trust. Well, well, hang on. Alas. <laughs> yes. Auditory linguistic analysis system. Alas. <laughs> alas. audio linguistic analysis system. The alas system. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would be the advert. It would be like, are you having trouble understanding people? Um, Alas Because that's exactly That is exactly how you would advertise it Just saying the name lots So you'd have a simulation of that exchange It'd be Hey imagine I about the Big me on the three? Alas Alas <laughs> And that's how you activate it Yeah, you just, yeah. Oh, okay I mean that's, that's, that's a really normal parlance To put into regular speech <laughs> Rather than saying Sorry, what did you say? You say Alas Alas, I did not understand your request Yeah, because It's an answer to most questions I'd imagine Alas do you want to meet at three? Alas. I cannot. I cannot. Alas, I can. That doesn't exist. <laughs> it's always a negative connotation. Alas, then. my other plans will be have yeah. to go on hold. No one's ever said, alas, I'd love to. That's not something you say. <laughs> However, I do like the idea of having the name of the product be what activates it and have mm. that as normal parlance for conversation. I think that's genius. Yeah. So I think that's actually the way around it. So the name, alas... Is the delivery system a Bluetooth earpiece? Until I don't think... Until we can micro, you know... I don't think it's an outside one. I think it's an in-ear, very subtle... Is okay. it a surgical implant? Mm, not at it, first. I don't want to go... Not, no, that's five it, years down the line. Is it just very small? It's very small. Okay, it's that's ba- fine. You, you take your headphones that are currently in-ear and you just snip the cable off. Okay. And you've basically got the prototype for Alas. Cool. Which is obviously paired with an app. All the processing is done on your phone. So, so you don't need a very big device to do... So you're still reading all of this on your phone. So you're having a conversation or, with someone, and they're just holding it up while you I look you at though? them going, hmm, hmm. Because I think you're going to look quite lopsided if you've only got one alas in one ear. So maybe okay. you've got the alas microphone and then the alas speaker. Okay. Interesting. So okay, so you have super hearing and super listening yes. on either side of your head. I think those are the same things. <laughs> no, I'm out. You've got super. <laughs> no. you've got super talking. Super a microphone yeah. that's... Picking up better than you what this person is saying, and then you've got a second tiny little speaker feeding it back to you real time. I think that I think that could work because this this now um, Can we can we make the microphone a lot more obvious than the than the thing feeding you back audio? Just like a bell, like gramophone, <laughs> <laughs> like a Viking horn style, just enormous enormous microphone, yeah, just coming out of your ear. And the only way to do it is to like put it cupped directly to their mouth. <laughs> So you're leaning directly in when someone's speaking <laughs> but, to you. But you're still trying to be subtle about it. So they go, hey, you blah, 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 this weekend. And then you lean in close and go, alas, I did not catch that. <laughs> you might get some odd looks at first, but once you see enough people doing it, you'll assume that's just where society's heading. And also, Honestly, you're I- going to have so many <laughs> unfalteringly fluent... Understandable conversations with no, like, you're going to understand all of the conversations, so you're going to be a really good host. Yeah. Mm. I mean, until nobody turns up to your party anymore because they don't want to talk to the man with the bell, Mm. like, gramophone thing sticking out of his ear. But eventually, I think you will, once you've had one of the, a couple of these conversations with someone who is troublesome to understand, you will get it. You'll, you'll be able to piece together what it is they're saying. So it's kind of like learning a new language. Mm. So, Alas as a system is not permanent It's a temporary. Oh. S- I think it's a temporary solution until you work out what people are saying but if you suddenly meet a new group of people and there's someone that's learning. difficult okay. then you pick it back up again you strap the gramophone back onto your <laughs> ear You mentioned though it's like learning a new language why don't we hook this up to a translation system I, th- I think, I think the Alas app is that The Alas that. app is that and maybe you buy into like a monthly subscription where you can either £2 a month translate your friends So if it's in like a loud club, four pound a month, heavy accents, regional dialects. And then like ten pound a month is like you can speak Japanese now or you can listen to Japanese now. You can listen to uh, Russian. You can listen to, I don't know, people just babbling (laughs) manically. In, can we, in nonsense tongues. Can we can, So can we literally get a tier above that, which is, it will translate any sound into what it thinks language is. Like so. if there's a baby screaming, and you, you say, alas, this baby is screaming. And then in your ear, you just hear like, I am not adequately fed, and I do not understand my surroundings. <laughs> you hear just a dog barking, just, alas, would that I could speak your language. And then you just hear just, tree, 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 tree. I hunger for food. <laughs> But I, I, I think the gramophone also is great because we don't have to keep it as the gramophone because as we know, it's better to sell stuff if you keep making it look like it's getting better I was, all the time. I was gonna say that if you keep shrinking. Like, mobile phones used to be massive and now they're tiny and then they went massive again. But, <laughs> but, but gets, they're massive and thin. Yeah, so it, you're, you're iterating constantly. So if we can start with the gramophone, get people kind of on board with the general concept and all the reviews would be like four out of five stars, it's incredible. I talk it's to a, my dog all the time. It's a bit heavy. <laughs> and you shrink it down over a couple of updates to the yeah. size of like a lavalier lapel microphone. Yeah. Mm. So it's nice and small, discreet enough that it's not weighing the side of your head down, but you can still see it's there. And then eventually go for a vintage reboot in which it's not a gramophone anymore. It's like the size of what's a bit, what's, what's halfway between a lavalier and a, and a, a gramophone. This sounds like a riddle that I need to solve. To what? Really My first is in gramophone. I think this one that is like a, a cup. No, yeah. yeah. The yeah. one that's visible. A styrofo- just a, styrofo- a styrofoam, styrofoam cup. styrofoam cup that is, yeah, the technology is still really up to date, but the external part of it is just a styrofoam I do, cup. I do love the idea of, of launching with something incredibly huge with this wonderful potential, but it's just a turn off. But the more and more and more we iterate, because it's easy, we've, we've given ourselves this door, the more and more we sell. Mm. One thing I am concerned about, though, is we have to brand it, so, I mean, the gramophone is alas. Alas, too, doesn't really work, because then you can't really slip it into conversation. So, with each one, should we just add another word to the sentence you use to activate it? I I mean, you could. So, the the second one is, alas, I! Alas, I can't. Alas, I cannot understand you. I think maybe the branding of the product should increase in wordage but the actual prompt should it's always, always be alas. Because you're, you're, the app won't change. True. I mean, we've role-played enough situations to know that it's it's fried gold, frankly. Alas. <laughs> Buy it. <laughs> that's, Sorry, the advert that's, the, that's, that's the ad campaign. It's done. Someone in a big, infinite white space just with the ground I'm strapped to the head going, alas. Come on. <laughs> Honestly, I love alas. I think, I think you could get a lot of good marketing out of it, though. Like, maybe you've got a guy who is in a club and he can't quite hear what someone is saying and he's trying to hit on them. And then he says, alas, and then suddenly it's like crystal clear. I don't like you, go away. I mean, that wouldn't make the cut of the advert, but it's probably what <laughs> will happen. That's going to be real life situations. But yeah. in the advert it would be like, oh my God, I love your tie. Please tell me more about where you got it and let's go home to yours and look at your tie collection and such. That's how people <laughs> We're speak. locking I- in that demographic pretty quickly, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they, they meet someone and they say, oh, I, I really like you, like, hey, let's go do this thing, and they respond in a different language. Like, tu ne comprends And you go, alas, that goes, wasn't a language. Couldn't we hire someone who actually speaks French <laughs> for this adverb? <laughs> <Whereas, laughs> alas, we did not hire a Frenchman. <laughs> yeah, basically. I, th- I think there's a lot of potential there to yeah. make it a global... I think, okay, so in review, alas, the real-time subtitle system. Uh, Mm. what does ALAS stand for again? Uh, Auditory Listening... No. Automated... Auditory Listening Analysis System, No, Automated Language Analysis System. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, ALAS. The Automated Language Analysis System. Real-time subtitles in your everyday life. Two pound a month for your friends. Yep. Four pound a month for strangers. Fifty pounds a month for all noise is suddenly comprehensible to you and you're a small demigod. Yeah, ten pounds a month, all languages... £100 a month I think For full audio All Translation verbal yeah. communication For, for talk so to babies some, yeah. Someone like Drops a bucket Of forks down the stairs And suddenly <laughs> It tells you It's feelings <laughs> What You can like Hit a tuning fork And it's just going Pain yes. Anyway <laughs> Please stop hitting me. This sounds like a nightmare waiting <laughs> to happen. If if you can hear everything talk, yeah, those subscribers are going to be very few and far between, but their <laughs> revenue will be. Uh, <laughs> Gotta get those whales. Strong. Chase oh, yeah. the whales. I think. I I'm, think we can I'm say, sold on alas. I think we can. Think they'll do it. Yeah. Beautiful. Alas, it is. With that, alas, we come to the end of the show, and uh, we just want to thank you for listening. Uh, we hope we've helped a little bit. I'm sure these problems are all applicable to all of us, in some way or form. Can't Uh, wait to get that million pound mortgage in my house. Exactly. Uh, If you like this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you shared it around to friends, like-minded, house owners, prospective buyers, that kind of thing. Uh, Just let them know. Let them know what we're about. Let them know we're here to help. Alongside that, if you've been listening on iTunes, it would really mean a lot to us if you gave us a review, write a nice comment. Um, Make sure to copy the link and share it around with your friends as well because iTunes is a great little platform for us it would really mean the world if we could start getting a little bit more activity on that page because SoundCloud is kicking off right now. is probably where we get most of our suggestions from. So if you do have any burning questions, feel free to hashtag them with First World Problems, First World Solutions. We check out all of those and yours could make it onto one of the episodes we've got coming up. Uh, so we're at FWScast on Twitter and you can find us under that one on Facebook as well. Uh, if you've got any emails you want to send to us directly, that's at FWScast at gmail.com. Yeah. But yeah, in the meantime, thank you for listening I've been Joel, I've been Oscar, I have been Tom No problems? No problem